Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. This is the best of two pros and a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, by the way, uh, Brady Quinn, the pride of Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. You weren't kidding, man. There's some uh, footage on the Weather Channel right now. (laughs) What the hell's going on there? In seven hours yesterday, we got almost two feet of rain. In in fact, um, they take measurements at uh, the Hollywood, uh, Fort Lauderdale Hollywood Airport, and that is the most rainfall they've got uh, in in that amount of time, let alone in a three-day span. That literally surpassed, I think, a record that was set in 1924 for accumulation of rain over three days. So it was uh, it was it was unlike anything I've ever witnessed down here. I was trying to explain that to um, my wife, who didn't seem to understand what was happening. I said, "Look, I, I, we've been down here for almost 14 years. I, I've owned a place in South Florida. I've never seen it rain consistently like this, and it's actually been raining for the past." Three or four days had a technical issue yesterday, as I uh, hopefully didn't didn't get noticed. But it's it's been raining, and then on top of it, it just started pouring. And I, I mean, like anyone who's ever experienced a tropical uh, weather, where you get like big things, big sheets of rain. I mean, not I mean, big old chubby drops of rain. You know, these chubby aren't like drops. it's not like Seattle where it's a mist. You know, or maybe in Southern California, you guys get just a little bit of rain here and there. You know, just a little bit of rain. Well, half yeah, inch are, right now. Yeah. Oh, these are like big old fat boys of rain, mm, like like obese. Or, oh yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> juicy, juicy drops Super of rain. Juicy. So, but uh, you it, it your- happened. It happened so quick. People that I saw, some of our friends I talked to were like out trying to get dinner. They got stranded. I, I don't even know how they got home because there was literally three feet of water. Wow. I mean, they, they were like, yeah, we're stuck around the street. We have no way of, of moving our car at this point. In some spots, uh, like the one restaurant they were going to try to go to, had they actually valeted and went to the restaurant, their car would have been floating down the street. Oh. <laughs> so, well, I'm sure some of the cars that your friends drive could transform into, you know, hovercrafts. That's true. Yeah. Get you back to where, where you needed to get to. That's turn, probably turn, how they got there. You know, Transformers. Is that an F1, F-150 no. just turned into a pontoon boat in the middle yeah. of nowhere. How about yeah. that? How about there so, was a guy actually swimming uh, down the middle of one of the <laughs> major crazy. roads here during what would have been considered rush hour. Uh, but it, I mean, it was crazy. I, I mean, it's stopped now. Um, obviously, our kids are off school today because God forbid – God forbid they actually still be able to go to school. It's not even like the school's flooded or anything. God forbid they be able to fight through some adversity and actually have school today. Now, your fat-ass rain that you're dealing with there, and this the measurements and the the historic P-H-A-T measurements that you're getting. Rain, yeah. are, no, it's F-A-T like Yeah, me, it is. Fat oh, like my come belly. on. Oh, Stop. Yeah. But I would – so that record is including tropical storms, hurricanes – all, all of that. This you're getting outrained right now. You're beating hurricanes that have blown through there. Yeah, with the amount. Yeah, of so rain. it's it's odd, and I, I don't know anything about weather. But my understanding is, like, there just continued to be a constant um, storm over Fort Lauderdale. 
like the, throughout the course of the day, there was multiple you know different wind conditions and the way the storms were coming in, and they just all continually sat on Fort Lauderdale and dumped <laughs> rain for a period of time. That's terrible. I mean, the airport was closed down. The planes had nowhere to go. The people in cars had nowhere to go. Like there was there was water going into the baggage claim. That that's how high the water got below. Uh, I mean, it was it was just a crazy scenario. I've never seen anything like that. What happened yesterday? Yeah, well, that uh, that sucks. Uh, it's a, a rough situation, much like the play-in tournament and the nine ten matchups, where oh, some rough, uh, rough well basketball well with done. rough teams. I mean, competitive. Your Bulls got 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 through it. Competitive games. Whose yeah. Bulls? Not my Bulls. Your Bulls. No, not mine. I'm not a Bulls. You're fan. From, that's he's where a, he's Wyatt Earp is from. You know. Yeah. No, he's a Boston fan for basketball. Well, I mean, if we're going to be uh, technical you're about one of those guys. Huh? Yeah, Wider, got, they're all over the place. Wyatt Earp is from – did you guys know he's from Monmouth, Illinois, Wyatt Earp? Yeah. Uh, western part of the state. You yeah. know, a two-hour train right outside of Chicago near Galesburg. But, again, I mean, we're just talking Midwest stuff here. I mean, that's what we do on this show. But uh, we had a couple of 9-10 matchups, uh, which is ridiculous that a 9 or a 10 seed would have an opportunity to even make the postseason. But this is the NBA. This is their playing tournament. And it sure did seem like in the nightcap that was the Thunder and the Pelicans in New Orleans. Sure seems like uh, New Orleans could have used Zion Williamson. I don't know what it was. Mm. Yeah, it you know, like... Speaking of Zion Williamson, that was <laughs> what the player, brain huh? was probably most comparable to. <laughs> it was like Zion Williamson <laughs> oh, size. Come on. Oh, I'm just saying. Wow. Come like on. The drops were big. <laughs> like just big old... Big old Zion drops of rain. It's oh. um. What well, if you just said big old useless drops of rain? Oh, oh no. what? Oh, no. Come on, Lamar. I don't know. I don't know. That's just what popped into my head right there in that moment. You know, though. listen. Um, I, I just feel like uh, Jackson Smith and Jacob. I mean, uh, Zion Williamson, who's been out with a hamstring issue <laughs> oh, soft since tissue. January. <laughs> soft tissue injury. I'm uh, sorry about that. Yeah. I got get confused there. Uh, but he's been out with this hamstring issue since January. I'll take a listen to his. Re- Reasoning why he wasn't still available for a play-in tournament game in New Orleans last night. Here was Zion. Physically, I'm fine. Now it's just a matter of uh, I feel like Zion. Um, you know, I, I know the atmosphere I'd be in uh, based off like the playoff experience. Uh, so now it's just a matter of when I feel like Zion. What what I, the f does that mean? I that would not land well with me. If I was a teammate, that would not. But what does that mean? Like, and then he did it. He went in third, third person. Like, what is that? What does that mean for Zion to feel like Zion? He went third person twice. Yeah, he. uh, (laughs) It's. There, look, I like I like Zion a lot, and he was fun to watch in college and rooting for him to have success because everything you've heard is that he's a really good dude. But this feels like mentally. He's got to hang up there because the foot that he had surgery on, he's recovered from. This is now a hamstring issue. And when he says, I feel fine physically, but I don't feel like I'm Zion and the atmosphere I'm entering, I don't feel like would be conducive for where I'm at at this point in my career. And at this point with this recovery, which is already recovered, that to me just wouldn't wouldn't sit well with me. He's a megastar. He's clearly accomplished enough. In the NBA, where he could actually take that approach to oh wait, I know, this is <laughs> Kevin Durant. Oh, wait, hold, hold on, this isn't a uh, Steph Curry. Uh, wait, 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 wait. We're we're talking about Zion Williamson, right? Like not not one of these guys who have had Hall of Fame pro careers that may may actually be understood if they said I need to feel like Kevin Durant today. You know, I I need to feel more like. You know, that guy. I, I just think that that's – is it is it safe to say there's a little bit of immaturity there and a lack of awareness? You know, I've been – I always teach my kids that I mentor and, and including my own kids. One of the most important things you have to understand is spatial awareness. And, and, and understanding spatial awareness, meaning like – be someone who understands what's going on with the room. Be be aware of what's going on around you and, and how you speak, what you do. If you're walking in the middle of the mall, don't just stop in the middle of the walkway. 
because you needed to stop and look at your phone, like spatial awareness. There's probably going to be somebody walking behind you that might walk up into you because you just stopped for no reason. Same thing out of the airport or whatever it may be. Understanding spatial awareness gives you the opportunity and the ability to to avoid and avert any type of unnecessary, you know, conflict. And in this this situation, he didn't have awareness and and the spatial awareness of of what his scenario is, what his real life scenario is, which could very well be true that Zion needs to feel more like Zion before he can play. But you got to explain what that means. Like explain what that means, because people people around you, you're I don't know that they're reading that the right way. We didn't read it the right way. I'm certain a lot of people aren't reading it the right way. I know he's aware of the fact that people don't think highly of him in terms of what his health is just based off of everything that's happened since he's been in the league. You got to be able to answer that question in a way where it it holds you in a favorable favorable situation is what I'll say. He just he did he had no spatial awareness in this one. Like know who's around you. If you're talking to your friends and your family, that's cool. But you're talking to the media. Feeling like Zion it wasn't the proper that wasn't the proper play, if you ask me. Yeah, I just I, I don't know, man. I think that his Like this is, like I said, a mental thing with him now. It's it's no longer the physical aspect of it. And it could be some of the coverage he's got because people have taken shots at him about his weight, about his. And so and so maybe that's, you know, he's really insecure about that. But at some point, either to me, just from the outside, you're either built for the criticism or you're just not built for it. He may love basketball, and he got his contract extension. I mean, they gave him almost, what, $200 million or something yeah. like that a couple of yeah. months ago, or yeah. last year, rather. I, half of it, yeah. I, I, I just The idea that he's physically ready to go, but mentally knowing what the playoffs and the atmosphere is doesn't feel like he's going to be Zion. I, if I'm a teammate and I'm playing game 83 of a season after a long year and I'm trying to get into the postseason, hearing somebody say they're healthy but mentally not ready to go, that would not sit well with me at all. <laughs> at all. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, there's always certain people who are hashtag built for this, you know? Great point. I mean, I, you it. talk about it all the time, Jonas. That's, um, yes, I do. I, I look. I, I don't really have a strong stance on this with, with Zion. I, I think, you know, whether it's a uh, physical injury, whether it's a mental thing, you know, it's been a while since you know we've really seen him be an impactful player for a consistent period of time. And the big concern from him coming out of Duke was always his weight and weight management. I mean, look, it's the NFL draft is coming up. We say the same thing about every big man. You know, Mozzie Smith, hey, if he keeps his weight under control. Antonio Maffi, right, he's a guard out of UCLA. Hey, he's a good player if he keeps his weight under control. Like, every big guy, that's always what you, you talk about, if they keep their weight under control. Um, and, and I'm sure that led to this. I mean, a, a hamstring injury that lasts this long, there's got to be a, a portion of it that involves weight. And then you get to a point where you are back. But do you mentally feel like the Zion, you, you, you know, you feel like you can be? or that you've been paid to be. I mean, there's, there's so many things that go to as a professional athlete. The hard part is, is when comments like this come out and they're public, no one feels sorry for you. You, you make a guaranteed nine figures. I mean, it's it just, it, these are better things left unsaid, at least to the media. And, and just move forward and get out there and help your team the best you can. But I, I can see if he's concerned about potentially getting in the way. Like, hey, I'm watching my team have a good rhythm, and, and now they want to put me back in there to interject. Maybe I'm coming off the bench. Maybe I'm not playing as big of a role as I used to. But that seems like you're paying a guy a lot of money if that's the case. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a little more complicated, obviously, I'm sure, than we're making it to be. But as Jonas says it all the time, Jonas, I mean, some you know, hashtag Bill for this. you got to be. Some, yeah, and, and and those who aren't, you just get left to the side of the road. That's yeah. how this works. Mm, you know, yeah. it's like the people last night in Fort Lauderdale. Some were built to go get valeted and get out mm. of that restaurant, and some weren't yeah. built for it. Mm. Some know? some people didn't realize their car was turned could turn into a boat. You yeah, know? Mm. I mean, Lavar said it. You know, Transformers like yeah. that, those those cars Roll turned out. into boats quick. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at six a.m. Eastern. 
3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We do have some news out of the NFL, though. We've always got some news out of the NFL because somebody in the National Football League has taken a stand. Somebody. Yeah. And that somebody represents We Are. Somebody. Saquon Barkley. Taking a stand. He is not going to sign his franchise tender before the offseason program begins on Monday. Now, the franchise tag, if he were to sign it, pays him a little over $10 million for the upcoming season. And sources have told ESPN a couple of months ago that Barkley was looking for a deal around $14 million a year, that that would be suffice for him to return to the New York Giants long term. But apparently, as it stands right now, the franchise tag and the $10 million and change, that's not enough. He's taking a sand, stand, and he's not signing that bad boy. Stand in the sand. Yeah. Saquon Barkley. Talking about here. And he's got a ton of leverage. Go ahead, Q. That's yeah. funny. That was that was sarcasm. I mean, it, well, I was just saying, it's... Oh. <laughs> so, just so people understand the situation, he is... He has had the non-exclusive franchise tag slapped on him. Um, and, and that means, obviously, much like Lamar Jackson, we've talked about, other teams could submit a long-term deal, and, and then the Giants would have to match. So that, that, that situation still exists, even in the case of Sa- Saquon Barkley. Um, you're, you're obviously not going to get that for a running back. It's been a really hard offseason for running backs. Um, they're just not 
utilized or valued the way they used to be. So you have to understand why he's frustrated and why he's taking this stance. At the, at the very, you know, I guess, edge or, or close to the beginning of the NFL offseason, where this whole deadline ensued, you know, they thought Daniel Jones was going to be one that got the tag, and they weren't going to be able to get a long-term deal done with him. Well, at the, in, in the last hour, the Giants hammered out a long-term deal with Daniel Jones. That freed them up to use the tag on Saquon Barkley, and that's how he got here. So Saquon and his crew were thinking, all right, we're going to hit free agency and find a long-term deal with an organization that you know, wants to sign you know, me to that and, and believes in me. And so once that switched, I'm sure he was a bit salty about it. And so even though he makes a pretty good amount, I, I think he believes he could have made more in a signing bonus in short term by being able to sign a, a long-term deal with whoever else out there in free agency. And he's probably not wrong. But even then, he's not going to be able to maximize what he's capable of making. And he could play two, three years under the tag. That's probably about as good as money as he's going to make right now as a running back. But the general point is, I, I think he's frustrated with how that all worked out. Obviously, for Daniel Jones's benefit, but not for his. I mean, if you're thinking of it this way, imagine that like a teammate gets his extension, you don't get yours, and you get slapped the franchise tax. So you got to hang around a place for another year that doesn't have the long-term plans of using you. I mean, yeah, you get paid well for it, but he was going to get paid well regardless this year if he had free agency. So there, there, I think there's some frustration on, it, on his side of all this. And the only thing I don't like about not signing the tag is, let's say, for example, you know, he gets injured at some point in time walking to go pick up a pizza in New York. Um, he's not getting that money. Like, until you sign that franchise tag, it's not guaranteed to you. So, I, I, I mean, you have, you have until July 15th to negotiate a longer-term deal with the Giants. And I, I would go sign it right away just to have protection versus any of that stuff, you know? Well, that was if there's a big flood that happens in New York City and you get whisked away and, you know, in, in whatever car you run into something. I mean, I just, there's all crowded of crazy scenarios. It's almost like taking out an insurance policy on yourself. Like, you know, once you sign that, you're guaranteed to it. That that, that organization has to own up to it and honor it. So I, I would go sign it knowing that our real deadline now for a long-term deal is July. And if, if they don't want to, you know, if they don't want to agree to it, all right, or a long-term deal, like, so be it. I got to play out this year, and I got to look into next year, and I'll get paid a little bit more under the tag if they do it again, or I'll try to hit free agency. Because you can't go the Le'Veon Bell route. That doesn't help you. And, and doing this, like, you kind of subject yourself to a bit of risk. I've seen guys sign the franchise tag, and they come in, and they don't do anything in the offseason. They come up for offseason workouts, the workouts, stay in shape. They're not practicing. And there's nothing wrong. There's not. There's there's no reason to say why he can't do that if he wanted to do that. I'm I'm curious. Not signing the tag, that doesn't mean that the other teams can. They can't act as though he's not signed under the tag. They've already assigned that to him. Correct. Right. Right. It, it what, really doesn't the, matter. He, he still has. Whether he, he signs it, it or not, right now, right. It, it, it doesn't matter. Another team would have to go through the compensation of what that that tag represents. What what is that compensation for a running back? For the, the money, the money's like over ten million. Yeah, ten million to change. But I'm saying what, if, if 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 they were to if another team were to come in and do a deal with Saquon that that the Giants could match. Is, is that purely what it is? It's not. It's not like uh, you got to give up first round draft picks and and stuff like that for compensation. It's just more or less they offered Saquon more than or offered him a contract. Saquon says, "I like the contract. I don't like the contract." If he does like the contract, then the Giants get an opportunity to match it. That's correct. Correct. Yeah. Right. The, the one so, remember I mean, when Josh Norman got franchise tagged by Carolina and then they removed the tag and he ended up signing a long term deal with Washington. Um, and I don't know if that's just because they couldn't they couldn't agree on anything and they said screw it. If you want to go elsewhere, you can go elsewhere. I don't know. Did Carolina get any compensation for that in return for him signing anywhere? I don't think they did. No, no not if you rescind the tag. Yeah. Um, and and so the Giants could always do that during the, during this period. I, I, I guess that'd be one way of going about it, but. Why would you? You know, why would you rescind the tag at this point? You've got a, a really good player that you obviously want to keep around. 
you're trying to explain to them, hey, we want to we want to hammer out a long term deal with you too, and we just got to figure out how to make the money work. I mean, I, I just there there's there's usually and by the way, I don't know what Josh Norman ended up making that year, but I, I would assume it's better when you can hang around longer in one spot. And, and for Saquon, he makes a lot of money in the New York media market. I mean, that's the number one marketing. <laughs> Or number one market in the country, you risk a bit of that too. Let's say you go to a smaller market, obscure market, you're not making quite as many dollars off the field. For someone like Saquon, who's a good-looking dude, who's a great player, that's something to take into account. Um, I mean, you you really should in that event because you know he's going to be able to make some of the, that money up, uh, at least in marketing in New York. You can't say that in some of the other markets. Josh Norman got five years, $75 million, uh, with $36.5 million fully guaranteed, $50 million in guarantees total. So, How much did he actually make off that deal, though? I mean, I don't know, $36.5 million? I don't know. That's the guarantees. Uh, it's 2016, so I don't, I don't think he lived out the lifetime of the contract. No, he didn't. And then Derek Henry. He made 36, plus he had a, a couple more years. So he had made it about 50 on that on that deal. For 2016, and then he, and then he, 2016 to 2019, he played for the Commandos. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. What do you get when you combine a three-time Manager of the Year and a three-time National Sports Writer of the Year? It's the Book of Joe podcast. Hey, this is Tom Verducci from Fox Sports, MLB Network, and Sports Illustrated. And I'm Joe Madden, and we're going to be around to talk a little bit about managerial decisions, playoff games, and what may have occurred in the dugout maybe in the 1980s. I can't wait for this, Joe. We're going to dive into what goes on in the dugout and behind the scenes in Major League Baseball. Cars, wine, whatever else we want to talk about. Listen to the Book of Joe podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right now, we turn it over to the man himself, Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. You can get him on Twitter, at Albert Breer. Albert, what the hell's happening? How's your Thursday? I hope you're not talking about me. I'm not the one pissed off my own organization, am I? No. Oh, are you? No. Why don't you tell us, buddy? <laughs> but but I, I am. I am a, I'm a little bit upset with Albert. I feel like he was sandbagging oh. us for a couple of months here. What? I mean, about what? So, about what? So last week you dropped that you believe in talking to people because Bryce Young took like you know the modified SAT test, whatever the hell it's called. The S two. Yeah, come on, whatever, learn, learn, learn the fine. test. S2. Come on, S this is what I say because. You you know what wow. Albert Breer did? He comes on the air and says, you know, I'm hearing that it's going to be Bryce Young. And I'm thinking, wait a second. All of the odds are saying C.J. Stroud. There's oh plus money gosh. on Bryce Young. And in a matter of a week, the odds have completely flipped. Is, and now Bryce Young is a minus 360. <laughs> Albert, is Albert Breer a line mover? Come on. You you moved the line single-handedly last week. And you could have given us the heads up if you were going to do that. We could have gotten good money on this. Well, you guys got to be better listeners then. Maybe you guys just should have taken what I was saying and well, hold on, hold and on, rolled with it. Don't say you guys. Just blame Jonas because I, 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 you know. Yeah. So hey, hey, by the way, really before we get started, right? hey, uh, honestly, before we get started, Brady, is everything all right down there? It looks like. I mean, Mike, I was like sort of wondering if you're even going to be on today. Like, it looks no, like it's it's, it's a valid question. I really appreciate you asking, Albert. I slept last night in a scuba suit. Outside of that, we're good. You know. <laughs> Outside of that, I mean, our, 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 I literally put on the flippers, snorkels for our kids, and I said, hey, guys, just remember, breathe through that. Don't, don't try to breathe through your nose. Breathe through your mouth, okay? Outside of that, we're great. Yeah. All right. It's just, I mean, like some of the stuff you see on social media, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, no, there was, uh, you know, look, it hit, it hit fast. I was explaining to people, um, there was more rain in a seven-hour period than there has ever been in Fort Lauderdale over a three-day span dating back to 1924. So oh it was God. a historic rain. And, of course, as I sit here and talk to you now, the sun is out. It looks beautiful outside. And, of course, my kids are not going to school today. Uh-huh. So. Oh, there you go. Hey. Well, I mean, like now, and Brady, I know you guys don't deal with snow days anymore. But they call, like, snow days, like, two days ahead of time, like, now up here. Awesome. It's unbelievable. Like, you it's remember what it used to be like. It used to be that you'd wake, up, you'd wake up you'd wake up, at 7 a.m. and be, like, watching the local news, like, hoping your school district would come across the bottom crawl there. You know oh, what I that's, mean? That's so like, true. That was, that was the, the bottom crawl was, like, that was where it started. And ESPN, yeah. I think, finally realized, like, oh, wait, we should probably do this with, with our outlay of what we're that's exactly where the crawl started. Is like, and it was always alphabetical order. So it was heartbreaking when, like, you'd see, like, you figure it out. Like the two schools that just passed, yours would have been in between the two of them. <laughs> I always, uh, I always thought it was interesting when, like, you had a neighboring school that was, and yours wasn't. And you're just like, God. oh, you're like, you get so oh, mad, so about pissed that. off, so pissed off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, uh, a lot of people are are pretty pissed off, and those people would be the New York Jets, who apparently thought uh, Odell Beckham Jr. was oh, going to okay. be arriving for a visit, Albert, and so now yep. he's a Baltimore Raven. And so now him and Lamar Jackson are dodging the fat-ass raindrops in Florida to party at Live Nightclub and celebrate the new deal. Could we be on the verge of a, a, peace, a peaceful resolution between Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens? Is that what we're staring at? Um, I, I don't think, like, you know, I, I, I don't think that this, like, assures anything. Um, but I, I certainly think that it can't, help, it can't hurt, you know, so... Um, you know, like I, basically the way I look at like the the Odell situation is, you guys remember like on when back when like the you know, eBay and all the auction sites you could go like there was like this buy now yes. thing on it. You know what I mean? Like yep. where you could pay a certain price to take something off the market, right? I feel like that's what the Ravens did with with Odell. You know, like that 
they paid a premium price to go and get him and to prevent him from going and visiting the Jets. And like, I think they'd be naive to think they didn't do that with, um, without thinking of the effect that it could have on the Lamar negotiation. Now, um, you know, you guys know, like, this has been a, a complicated negotiation. Um, there's been offers. There's been counteroffers. Like, I think that there is a genuine desire on both sides to get something done, and there has been for a long time. And the trade request is sort of, I think, a signal of how sideways everything got um, and how fundamentally apart the two sides have been um, at points in all of this. Um, I think part of the issue that the Ravens have had is because Lamar's waited for five years. He wants to win on every front. He wants to win on term. He wants to win on average per year. He wants to win on total dollars. Um, he wants to win on every single front, guarantees all of it. And they've been trying to get him to compromise and come to their side at least a little bit um, because of this sort of precedent was set with other players. And so that's sort of where the push and pull has been. And, like, I view the Odell thing as filling a need. I mean, they had a very legitimate need at receiver. Um, and this gives them a little bit more flexibility going into the draft and how they use their capital and everything else. Um, but I certainly think a piece of it is an olive branch to, to, to Lamar Jackson and saying, listen, like, we're not planning on starting over with a new quarterback. We're planning on going all in on you. And we're going to do what we can to win in the here and the now. And here's a symbol of that and going and probably overpaying a little bit for a guy who's got a very high ceiling still, even at, you know, almost 31 years old. Um, and, you know, if it works, I think you can say it was worth it to do it, to pay a little bit more for Odell Beckham, if that means it's going to lead to some sort of peace treaty with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, look, you already saved, what, $12 million by not putting the exclusive franchise tag on right. Lamar. And so you can use some of that to overspend on Odell. And if it saves you from giving him a $230 million plus fully guaranteed deal, then it's good money spent. I mean, at the end right. of the day. Um, I, I want to transition, though, and just peel back the curtain, all right? Because Albert's one of the guys that I love and trust, and obviously we're, we're, we're lucky we have on our show every week um and we have some conversations off air and there's one that you know i'll just i'll ask you and 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 see how you respond to this but um i I was saying like it's just been odd to me the texans who have two picks in the top what 12 of the draft yep um they people keep and people that i respect and have done this for a while keep doing mocks without a quarterback taken in the first round for houston and it's it's hard for me to even even think that that's a possibility however the people who are doing these mocks it's not just doing it to do it they do a good job they know what they're doing they have you know inside sources and it led me to ask albert what is up with this is there a real chance houston's going to sit there and not take a quarterback with either one of those two first round picks i think that well i'm i'm less certain on the second one um you know on the first one i think that there are is a real discussion point in the room right now. And I think, you know, part of it is where the two guys in charge are coming from and the fact that the two guys in charge haven't worked together before, you know, Nick Casario and and D'Amico Ryans. And if you look, you know, and you want to look at Nick Casario's history, he's been in the league for, um, you know, 23 years, I think now, and he's never taken a quarterback higher than 62nd overall. And that was Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, And then, you know, you look at D'Amico, and D'Amico's been coaching in the league for six years now. And in San Francisco, they spent one first-round pick on a quarterback, and that was Trey Lance. And they wound up getting to the NFC Championship game three times with two quarterbacks who weren't Trey Lance. So, like, I think both guys have, like, this basis where they can say, if we're not head over heels in love with one of these guys, would we be better off with Tyree Wilson? Or would we be better off with Will Anderson? would we be better off with a defensive player um, who can be a real difference maker for us? And D'Amico has the example of Nick Bosa, you know, from four years ago where he can say, like, I know how to build, a, I know how to build that sort of team, you know? And so, you know, I think it's a real discussion point. I think ownership is going to have a heavy hand in this too. Um, and ownership is weighted. Um, and, you know, I think there are different things at work with C.J. Stroud, you know, the Anthony Richardson thing is out there, too, of course. Um, I think that'd be a reach, you know, based on talking to other teams. But, you know, obviously the ceiling's very high there. Um, and, look, like I think if Bryce Young were to slide from one to two, I think it becomes academic. Then take, Texans just take him, you know, and, then, and, and I think that that would be their guy. 
But if Bryce goes number one overall, like I think he probably will to Carolina, you know, I think that there's, you know, I think that's where the debate is right now in that room. Not that they won't have that decided two weeks from now, but I think that's where the debate is right now in that room. And I'm not sure that they have a final decision on whether or not they go quarterback in the event that Young's not there for them. So it felt like uh, Albert Breer, by the way, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB. Get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. So it felt like, you know, when we talked about the odds and we were kind of kidding back and forth, but it almost seemed like Houston was going to sit there at two. And if you believed all the buzz about C.J. Stroud at one, that, that, you know, Bryce Young was going to fall in their lap. So there's a real chance it's either Bryce Young or nobody else for them, and that they see a clear difference between C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young. If that's the case, why do you think that's the case in Houston? I would say, you know, I I think part of it is Bryce's makeup, Um, and that's, I think, to both D'Amico and to Nick, um, despite the fact that they come from different backgrounds, I, I think one thing they have in common is that makeup in a quarterback's really important. And, like, Bryce is A++. You know, like, everything you hear about, like, how Bryce's meetings have gone. Um, you know, we mentioned the S2 test last year, uh, last week. Um, you know, coming from Nick Saban's program, um, what's coming out of that program. I mean, like, you'd have a hard time finding anybody to say anything negative on Bryce Young that doesn't have to do with his height or his weight. Um, and so, like, I think that that, you know, like, like just having – faith in what you're buying into is a big part of it. You know, with CJ, I think there have been some maturity issues, and there's some things that you have to work through there with him, you know. And, like, his meetings haven't been perfect, and there are other things that you can knock him for. Um, And, you know, I I think he answered a lot of the on-field questions against Georgia, you know, how athletic is he, how creative is he, how how willing is he to run and put his body on the line, all that. Like, he answered a lot of it against Georgia, but the question is, is that a flash, or is that something that's just – you know, a kid growing up and turning the corner. Those are all the questions the teams are going through with C.J. Stroud. So I just think, um, I think C.J.'s got a, a, a you know, a really, really good skill set, has a chance to be probably a top-ten quarterback in the NFL based on his physical ability. Um, the question is with makeup, and you have none of those questions with Bryce Young. Yeah, all because of the S2 test. But we'll, yeah. we'll get into that another day. <laughs> um, when the hell you is this Aaron Rodgers? Brady, you should take it. You know what? I actually went online after you mentioned it, and I was like, "I want to take this. I I, I really want to do this." And uh, I still want to do too, like, honestly. Yeah, what should we all want to do? I would love Jonas to do it. Oh, I would I'd love to see miserably. Jonas. Well, we don't know that Jonas. Well, maybe I mean, Jonas can, misses calling as a quarterback. Well, yeah, maybe. maybe. Maybe he missed yeah. out. He tried hey, everything know, the else. S2 test will show us. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb and say it doesn't matter what the S2 test tells us. Uh, I was, I, there was no chance I was ever going to be a quarterback. So it evaluates the cognitive abilities in game situations so the players understand the level of their instincts. Yeah, I'm going to fail this miserably. Anticipation, <laughs> reading, reacting, and adapting to the game are now measurable skills. Brady would it, it, blow this thing, out of the park. It, yeah, yeah, here's the thing that I don't like about putting so much weight into a computer program like this. It's it's one metric. It's one measurement. Yeah. You know what this doesn't factor in, and they need to adjust this? A 300-pound defensive lineman trying to hit you while doing it. That changes right. it a little bit. Like, if they had this S2 program and they had someone with a hammer who was literally standing next to you and is going to smash your hand if you got it wrong – that would probably be the equivalent of that sort of pressure that you feel when you're actually playing. That's the only problem is it's just one baseline yeah. measurement that's not applicable to really playing quarterback, right? There's a lot of things that yeah. mentally how you process, that's part of it, but then how you process it and throw the football and, and get your body where it needs to be and then handle the pressure of getting hit, that's like the other components too you need to add to it. But I, I, I don't I want to get stuck you know, on some dorky test. All right. it, it, no, 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 no. It's interesting you say that, though, Brady, because I can remember, and I can't, I can't remember if it was Charlie or Josh, but this was probably 15 years ago, talking to somebody about Brady. And um, they told me, like, one of the things that Brady had that, like, no one talks about um, that, like, you know, like that, that really was a difference maker for him was his willingness to hold on to the ball for an extra split second. You know what I mean? Like, and I thought that was so interesting um, because it was like his level of mental focus and his, his willingness to take a hit, like the fact that he was willing to you know, stand in there for that extra half second helps every other player on the field, all of his yeah. teammates. It of gives the, 
it gives the, it gives the linemen more margin for error. It gives the receivers a, an extra split second to uncover. It like makes a difference for everyone on the field. I think that's what you're talking about. Uh, sure, yeah, that's part of it. I mean, there's also an, a yeah. sense of ignorance to this. Like I've always said that yeah. you, you want your quarterback to be smart. We always we always think we want him to be like brainiacs. And the reality is you really don't because at some point in time you have to be ignorant enough to forget that you, you might have just made a bad play, bad throw. You have to be you know, dumb enough to realize that you're going to put yourself through bodily harm while you, ha- while you hold on to that football to, to let a guy uncover downfield. Like a lot of people who are super intelligent would be like, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm going to throw this football away or I'm going to try to you know, move, get out of the way. And, but there's times when you can't. And you just have to deal yeah. with the reality of I'm going to get crushed so someone else can potentially make a play downfield. But I don't want to get hung up on this because there's a hang-up on this Jets-Packers trade. Yeah, come on, We Al. talk to you every week. When the hell is this going to get done? I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, like, and, and I, I've said this for a week and a half, this thing could get to, done tomorrow. Um, you know, like, I, I think they're re- they are on the doorstep. And, like, really what this comes down to, um, as I see it, I think they've got agreement on the pick this year. Like, I think that the pick this year is a second-round pick, as it stands right now. I think the way the 2024 pick looks is sort of the hang-up here. And is it a hard one? Is it a one with conditions? What are those conditions? Is there a give-back in 25 if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play in 24? Like, I I think that's what it is. And... You know, I, I think part of it is, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the Jets getting protections here. And it's the Jets being protected against him only playing for a year. And it's the Jets being protected against an injury where they turn into, you know, what Denver's – like they, they get put in a situation like Denver's in right now where an injury turns next year's first-round pick into the fifth overall pick. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that that's sort of where we're at right now is that um, it's not going to be the 13th overall pick as I see it. I think it's going to be a second-round pick this year, and then it's going to be some sort of pick next year that's a high pick. But like, how do you dress that pick up in a way where the Packers can walk away and say we didn't get fleeced here in dealing off um, you know one of the greatest players in the, in the history of our franchise, if not the greatest player in the history of our franchise, um, you know, where we can walk away and we can say we got good value for him. So. Uh, like really, this is going to come down to what happens with that 24 pick, and sign off on that is going to come from ownership on the um, on the on the Jets side and the president's office on the Packers side. Um, I think the football people are have deals that they're amenable to doing right now, um, and you know Woody Johnson and Mark Murphy. I think it's going to come down to those two finding a way where I, I would say like the optics of this look right for both franchises. Albert, I'm not trying to jinx anything here, but your phone has been flawless the past two weeks. I mean, what like, is happening? You know why? New carrier? You get a new, you get update nope. your phone? What happened? No, 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 no. I'm I'm actually like the like I made the commitment after uh, after like the Hiroshima two weeks ago with my phone <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to, uh, to 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 actually do this on my porch like that. So I it's the weather's nicer oh, out now. I was like. I'm not going to – you know what You know what I'm going to do? I'm, gonna, I'm going to not do it in my car. I'm going to just kind of sneak out of the house so the kids don't hear me leave. I'm going to keep the dog inside. The dog is inside now. And I'm going to sit on my porch. It's, you know, like I said, probably 50, 55 degrees out here now. Oh, the birds wow. are chirping. Oh, it's man. not winter anymore. Do you have so. a cup of coffee? Huh? I don't have a cup of coffee. I've got, I've got, a, uh, I got a water. I just got the Peloton. So I'm going to go get my – see, I normally – would do the would do the call with you guys as I'm going to get my coffee, but now I'm delaying getting my coffee to accommodate the two of you. How do you commitment. like that? Okay. That's hey, commitment. can I can I give you a Peloton workout? Not one of those goofy ones where you have to watch the person <laughs> on the screen. This is this is what me and my buddies do in the neighborhood. Okay, and okay. it doesn't matter where you are, even though all Pelotons are calibrated differently. But twenty minutes, okay, twenty minutes. You crank it up on the highest resistance. And you go, all right? You stand up and you pedal for 20 minutes. No sitting down, no breaks. You see how far you can go. So I, I here's the problem. I, ha, I remember how I had the record. That, how do you set that, though? How do you, like, it's like, simple. You, have to have- you just start it up on whatever workout you want, completely put a towel over just, the just, goofball on the screen, just, and you right. just crank it up to the highest resistance, and yeah. you go for 20 minutes. 
and then you and then you look at how far you went. So Fasado did like seven point eight seven, so almost you know seven point nine yesterday. I think the record, which is being contested. And I had it because I did it in a Peloton in L.A. So all the guys back here are ragging on me saying that it doesn't count, that we, I have to do it on this specific Peloton bike that most of the guys will, will go to try to you know, cause the record. Well, L.A. is less resistant overall. So I think yeah, but I had to wait, wear a mask. It's specific, see? like one so, specific bike? It, there's one of our buddies has a Peloton, and I, I honestly think it needs to be like serviced. Like they need to put some like well, WD forty on it. Everybody's just going like Rambo on it for twenty minutes. Well, I, I think I got like nine miles in LA. They're like, nope, doesn't count, dude. You got to do it on this bike here. We're like, no, no one can get over eight because it's it's so hard to pedal. But try that workout next time. Tell me that doesn't get you. I think Albert gets to ten miles on that. So we do no crank chance. it up to like what's the, Does it go up to ninety? Like is ninety nine the highest resistance? Oh, just a hundred, buddy. I mean, you could crank that thing till you can't even really move the pedals. Like that was actually right. one of my issues when I when I did it on there initially. Okay, okay. So you just throw a t- towel over, just ignore the guy on the screen, play your own music, probably right, and yeah. then pull the towel. Oh off yeah, yeah. So it's like so it's like a surprise when you get to see how far you went. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, right. Right. I think so it's like a great unveiling. I think I think Albert's got it in him. I believe it. Uh, Albert Breer, get him on Twitter at Albert Breer. Uh, congratulate him on the success of the new phone, the porch, the ocean breeze, and his new Peloton workout that was just handed out on the air. Albert, we appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. All right, thanks, guys. There he is, uh, the great Albert Breer. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 